Welcome to episode 12 of the BSN Rams podcast. I'm Nick Nedvalski alongside Nick Patnode. Nick, we finally know the bowl game destination for Mike Bobo and the Rams. CSU getting an invite to the 20th Idaho Potato Bowl, uh, December 22nd. It will be televised on ESPN. Um, a slew of other Mountain West games um, in the postseason, New Mexico, UTSA in the New Mexico Bowl. Houston, San Diego State in the Las Vegas Bowl, BYU, Wyoming in the San Diego Poinsettia Bowl, Hawaii, Middle Tennessee in the Hawaii Bowl, uh, Baylor, Boise State in the Cactus Bowl, and lastly, Air Force will be playing South Alabama in the Arizona Bowl. Just overall, your thoughts and the Rams being in the Idaho Bowl. Well, I mean, I think everybody had it in the back of their mind that that's likely where the Rams were going to end up. You know, they were... You look at the, the top teams out of the conference, and the the conference champion was was bound to go to the uh, Las Vegas Bowl, and and so that's where you find San Diego State. And after that, it was Boise State and Wyoming that were probably going to draw the, the next best bowls. And so Rams being in the position they're in, it makes sense that they're going to Idaho. And I think I think you know Rams fans shouldn't be disappointed. Look, we're playing in a bowl game. It's one that is a very winnable matchup for us. Idaho is a team that's going to drop down to the FCS level after this year. So it'll be their last time playing at this level. And, you know, I think we've got a lot to look forward to. If the Rams win this bowl game, that only bodes well for us in the, in the next year. So uh, really, really interesting to see Boise play in Baylor. That's a game I can't wait to watch. Uh, it, it'll be fun, especially with, <clears throat> excuse me, Baylor getting a, a brand new head coach. So we'll uh, we'll look forward to seeing how the how the rest of the Mountain West bowl game shake out. But uh, I'm, I'm very excited to watch the Rams get one more chance to show off that what has become a very high-powered offense for him. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line for me in this is that, yeah, it's, you know, you're going back up north to, to Boise. It's probably going to be cold. It's, you know, that blue turf again. Rams fans aren't thrilled with Idaho being the opponent. But, you know, just looking back at how this team started and getting just shellacked by CU, you know, the reality is is that the, the, the steps and the progression that this took, that this team took forward, um, is pretty remarkable, and you know it ends in a bowl game. So, you know, for me, that's that's kind of the focal point in all this. Yeah, uh, I think it, it would have been uh, it would have been a little more disappointing had we ended up somewhere like the New Mexico Bowl or the or the Arizona Bowl again. But it's a place we haven't been to in a, a bowl game before, so a chance to make our our mark on it. And, and that's going to be Mike Bobo's message to the team: is Hey, put away any thoughts of disappointment that we're not in a, a bigger bowl game or something that might draw more attention and, and focus on winning this, bringing home a, a, a win to end the season, finishing right, and uh, making a mark for this program on this bowl game. I'm, I'm not going to get too much into Idaho quite yet. We'll do that in next week's episode, but just kind of looking at them, um, you know, initially they do score some points. They throw the ball a lot. Um, I think they've averaged close to 40 a game, maybe in their last three games or so. Uh, they play in the Sun Belt. Um, I think CSU as of now is close to a two touchdown favorite that I'm sure will change as we get closer. But, um, as I said, we'll talk about that a lot more next week in our bowl game preview. So, um, in other news, Mike Bobo and the Rams getting six new commits in a busy recruiting weekend, two of which come from, from my alma mater, Mullen high school. Um, they get a slew of, of transfers. They get guys, uh, big guys, skill position guys, um, really a lot to look forward to uh, for the future. Yeah, I mean, I, I, this is our best recruiting uh, in, all, in, I'd say, in the last decade. I mean, we have 
Mike Bobo has done an outstanding job getting guys and, and making guys feel like it's a, a privilege and uh, and kind of a, an honor to come and play for CSU. And it's got some clout to it now. You know, people can say, yeah, I'm going to CSU. And, and people are starting to say, wow, that's pretty impressive. That's that's a good ball club. And uh, especially the commitment to in-state guys. I mean, every football coach will tell you if you if, it's important that you can recruit your own state. Uh, you know, and whether or not we're out recruiting CU in this state right now or not is a different story. But Bobo is doing a tremendous job getting guys from Colorado uh, and guys who who have left Colorado to go play for other D1 schools and are coming back. Like we saw Paul Thurston this year come back from Nebraska. Of course, he was a Colorado guy. So uh, it's great to build your team kind of from the inside out and, and focus on the guys right here at home. Because as much as people don't realize it, Colorado's got some really good talent especially when it comes to linemen and bigger guys. So exciting to see all these guys coming to play for us. Some unfortunate news for the Rams this week is true freshman running back Marvin Kinsey um, announcing that he will be out the remainder of the season with the torn ACL. Um, he played in all 12 games, 93 carries, 566 yards, seven touchdowns. He averaged 5.9 yards a carry, which led um, the trio of Dawkins, Matthews, um, and Kinsey. Um those three guys combined for 2,052 yards on the ground, 22 touchdowns. Marvin was a big part of that. You know, he may have been kind of the third guy behind the the two vets and Izzy and Dalen, but, you know, this is a guy that, uh, you know, made, took a lot of steps forward from, from week one to now, just like a lot of guys did. And you just hope that since he is a running back that, um, you know, a serious injury like an ACL isn't going to impact him a whole lot in the future. Yeah, it's it's sad. I mean, the Rams don't have the single best running back in the Mountain West. That's probably Brian Hill or it's Donnell Pumphrey. But what they do have is the best combination of running backs in the Mountain West. And any if any one of them had gone down, it would have been devastating. Uh, but what we, we have to look forward to is a guy like Dietrich Clark, who we've seen has a tremendous speed, and he's, he's a, a great uh, running back for the Rams. And then maybe Bryce Peters or somebody else. We've got the good news is we've got some depth, but losing Marvin Kinsey is huge. I mean, you, the guy, like you said, even though he was in the, the third back, he put up just I mean tremendous numbers as it were. So uh, he'll, his his um, absence will be felt, uh, but I'm hoping that he can bounce back with with Colin Hill next year, and um, we can just look for even better production out of him. Of course, we'll return uh, all of these guys, and and so they should only be better for the next year. Yep, well, the Rams uh, football will be back at it tomorrow at practice. Things really start to amp up next week, um, so we'll get a lot more into their matchup with the Vandals um, in the next episode. So we'll turn our attention now to men's basketball. Uh, The Rams playing two games since our most recent episode. Uh, Wichita State, big one at Moby, um, close to a packed house. Unfortunately, Wichita State, um, obviously a deeper team getting the best of the Rams, 82-67 the final. Um, in terms of bench point production, uh, Shockers out, out scoring the Rams 44-14. to uh, But the big story really, Wichita State 13 of 27 from three. A lot of those shots contested. You know, the reality is is that Wichita State's a top 25 team. They're, you know, they're good. They're going to make shots, and they made a lot of them on Saturday. Um, another key in this one is that Wichita State gets 25 points off 19 Ram turnovers. Um, you know, really for me, I, I think it was, and Larry talked about it post game, but, you know, Wichita State's bench is extremely deep. I think they had like maybe 10 or 11, maybe even more guys that played, whereas the Rams, you know, are limited to, to eight right now. Um, 
they're just a deeper team. And, you know, you hope that, that maybe once G and Clavel comes back, maybe uh, down the road, CSU starts to add, add to that depth. But, you know, this, this was just a, a case of one team, I think, being better than the other. I think it was. And it's, it's expected. Wichita State, like you said, is a tremendous basketball program. But what the Rams have to realize is when you have such a shorthanded roster, you can't afford to, to have woes in more than one area. You know, if they're going to have trouble shooting the ball, then they have to be sound on defense. They can't turn it over. You know, you can't have two things going wrong at once. And I think the Rams have found success this year because they've managed to limit the number of areas where they're not performing very well. And they haven't shot well, they haven't turned it over, and, and they've played a tremendous defense. And so, and they've taken, they've been outstanding at the free throw line. And so, you know, and I think against Wichita State, the turnovers paired with maybe not the best shooting uh, was what did them in at the end. But they hung with that team for a long time, and I thought it was refreshing to see that a team like this, who many people thought, uh, given the fact that they're already shorthanded, then they lost Clavel. Many people were thinking that might be end of the line for this team already. But they're showing people that, no, it's going to be they're going to give this season everything they've got and probably contend, uh, at least in the Mountain West tourney at the end of the year. But they're going to they're gonna surprise a lot of people. But uh, I think it was an expected result on Saturday. Yeah, and the Rams actually did have a one-point lead early in the second half, uh, but but the Shockers just too much uh, for CSU on Saturday. But um, most recently on Tuesday, um, the Rams beating Division II Arkansas Fort Smith of the Heartland Conference, 93-69. Um, the Rams shoot 63%, which was a season high. They get five guys in double figures. Che Bob, 21 points. Anthony Bonner, 17 points. Both of those guys with career highs. Um, you know, I, I don't want to overanalyze a Division II non-conference game, but um, good to see the Rams pile up the points and, and dominate, you know, a, a lower-level team in this one. Yeah, I think that was the most they've scored all season uh, so, so far. So it was great to see him get out there and put up a, a large number of points. And I think Anthony Bonner, he is the team's best shooter right now. And so uh, we saw that when he had his career high this weekend. Or, uh, and, 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 you know, if the if the Rams are going to have a game like they did against Wichita, it's great to come back and have such a, a bounce-back performance against, albeit a, a Division two school, you know, coming out there and getting that kind of win gets them back on their feet and gets them ready for the next one. So, Yeah, and Larry talked about it after the game. This is this is a tired team right now. They've, they've had a lot of games early on. Um, following their game Saturday, they have basically a full week um, before – they go down to Denver for another big non-conference game against Kansas State at Pepsi Center. Um, but actually a pretty big one on Saturday is Northern Colorado comes to Moby. Um, UNC knocked off the Rams in Greeley a year ago. Larry called it his um, his worst loss since being at CSU. Um, you know, so I wouldn't call this a revenge game because the reality is, is that, you know, I think CSU should win this fairly handily. The Mountain West is you know, a step up from the big sky, but, you know, to them, they'll, they'll call it just another game, but, you know, I, I would expect there to maybe be, um, you know, still kind of a bad taste in the mouths of the Rams early on, at least. I think they'll play with a chip on their shoulder. I think you're absolutely right. And and they should, because it was embarrassing to lose to, to UNC last year. Uh, but, you know, this, this team doesn't take kindly to people doubting them. As you saw Emmanuel Magbo after the CU game. I mean, they, they're, they're already playing with a chip on their shoulder, and it only is going to increase when they play UNC. So uh, that'll be a fun one to watch, absolutely. And like you said, going down to Denver against Kansas State will be a big big game. That's a that's a quality basketball team coming to town that they lost to last year in Kansas. So uh, a lot to look forward to for the basketball team coming up. Yep, so we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. We'll definitely dive right into uh, 
the the bowl game matchup next week. So that's going to do it for this episode. We thank you guys for listening. See you back here next week. Go Rams.